Welcome to Finding Holiness, where we delve into timeless Torah wisdom, revealing the sacred in everyday moments. Join us on a journey to elevate your spirituality and discover holiness in every aspect of life. I'm your host, Rabbi David Kadosh, and together, let's embark on a path of spiritual exploration. I hope you enjoy this next episode. Parashat Vayishlach recounts the famous wrestling match between Yaakov and the Archangel of Esav. During the fight, the angel struck Yaakov's thigh and dislocated. Because of this, we are forbidden to eat any part of the thigh muscle, known as Gid Hanashe, both of the right and left hind legs of the animal. There are two tendons extending from the hip to the thigh, an inner tendon and an outer tendon. Even he who eats an amount of the inner tendon no bigger in size than an olive violates a biblical commandment. Eating the outside tendon is a violation of rabbinic law. The thigh muscle includes the sirloin area. This prohibition is applicable also to the thigh muscle of a fowl, if its hip is shaped and constructed like that of a cattle. As a rule, we are not permitted to benefit in any manner from food that we are forbidden to eat. Among the few exceptions to this rule is the thigh muscle, the gidanashe, which may be given as a gift to a non-Jew. But what is the deeper significance of this mitzvah? I'd like to provide our listeners with a few ideas based on commentary from some of our great sages. Let's start with the Rambam. Maimonides rejects the belief that this, or any other mitzvah, was meant to recall events in the lives of the patriarchs. To cite an example, it is sometimes believed that we practice Brit Milah because Avraham Avinu circumcised himself and we are his descendants. According to the Rambam, this is a mistaken concept. We practice circumcision because Hashem instructed us at Har Sinai to do so. Similarly, we refrain from eating the thigh muscle, not because we are descendants of Yaakov, whose thigh muscle was hurt, but because Hashem commanded us at Har Sinai not to eat that part of an animal. The Torah relates that on the night before his confrontation with the angel of Esav, in which his thigh was injured, Yaakov was left by himself. He was alone when he encountered the angel who engaged him in a struggle. How could his sons and the rest of his entourage have allowed him to remain alone all that night? In memory of this incident, says Zechizkuni, we refrain from eating the thigh muscle to remind us that we must never permit a fellow Jew to feel that he is alone in the world. The Rav al-Sheikh explains that there is a rabbinic interpretation that Yaakov was stricken with lameness as a punishment for having married two sisters, although the law forbidding a man to marry two sisters had not yet been given to B'nai Israel. We are therefore forbidden to eat the thigh muscle in order to remind us that not even the saintly Yaakov was immune from sin. And therefore, accordingly, we should mend our ways and keep far from evil. But for me, it is a commentary of the Siforno and Sefer HaChinuch which takes the cake. According to the Siforno, the symbolic significance of this mitzvah is to show that a Jew must not allow a physical handicap to discourage him in his fight for survival. He explains that we want to show that the place where Yaakov was wounded is not important. This is how a person should deal with failure. When you fail in one area, you can't become depressed over it. What is the Gita Nasheh? Nothing important. We throw it away. 
Every time a person refrains from eating the Gida Nashe, he is reminded not to be overwhelmed by adversity. Rabbi Zev Lef quotes a Sifte Kohen, who says that the 365 prohibitions in our Torah correspond to the 365 sinews in the body, and each corresponds to a different day of the year. The Gid HaNasheh corresponds to Tisha Be'av. Tisha Be'av is a day of destruction. Other nations would have been devastated by the loss of their land, but Klal Yisrael perseveres even in Galut. Out of the darkness of Galut, the Chafetz Chaim explains, comes the incentive to achieve and to produce. It is the darkness that is the motivating force in the continuation and enhancement of the Torah that we study, namely the Torah Shebe'al Peh, the Talmud. God threw us into the darkness. And from that darkness, from that Galut, the body of the oral Torah that was compiled and written in Galut Bavel after the destruction of the first Bet HaMikdash came to be. Klal Yisrael was wounded when they had to leave Eretz Yisrael for Babylonia, but they continued to function and even to gain strength from the struggle. And therefore, says the Sefer HaChinuch, this mitzvah is a symbol of Bnei Yisrael's survival. Just as Yaakov faced a dangerous foe and emerged victorious, so too, Jews throughout the ages should have faith that they will survive even the most devastating onslaughts of their enemies. And he stresses that the Jew must never despair because help will always be forthcoming. With these ideas in mind, the willingness to improve and mend our ways, the keenness to sympathize, and the determination to survive, not eating the Gid HaNasheh becomes a fundamental commandment in the everlasting legacy of the Jewish nation.